You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby. Oh, the lady. Young Black Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was happy to see in Grand Crew your boy Echo Kellum. Uh, AKA Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific, yeah. Is, is part of the part of the crew. Hell yeah. Nice. Old two balls. Yep. <laughs> All right. I, I need to find this the score from this movie. Other than the the Darth Batman theme, I fucking loved the music in this movie. And I guess we could wait till we record, but I'm just trying to find this music. You know Mitch has it on his desktop. Yeah, well, I, I really I really liked the uh yeah, that the detective refrain of just those three piano notes. Yes. That was awesome. It's per- perfect like stripped down low key. This is Batman year. I guess it's year two, not year it's, one. But I mean, right. But it is it a combination of like? Well, you, well let's let's just yeah. Well, we can, let's just start it's talking. like four or five different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcs. Reeve, Reeve just said of. what it was though, and it kind of surprised me. I I thought it was like a combination of Long Halloween and Hush. It's Long yeah, Halloween. It's ego for sure. Those year one and is what he in said. There. And year one. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that makes sense. Well, um, although yeah, but uh, yeah, the the Riddler story it's is very hushy. hush. Yeah, I even think that there's a there's a big text in one of the Riddler videos that comes up and says hush. Says hush. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I yeah. tried. I tried to go to the website, but it's gone now. I guess it was uh, only up for Rata Alada. Yeah. Huh. Well, it was counting down to something. Uh, I guess to the day that they lost control over that website. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Russians? If justice is blind, I can't remember the rest of the line. Line, line. <laughs> All right, let oh, me. Uh, do we do the intro? What do we do here? Hit it. Uh, oh, wait, who goes last? That's what I'm saying. Or Nate, do you, Nate, you're good. always good at doing the intro. Yes, I would uh, love it. I don't remember the intro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It is whatever you want it to be. All you got to know is this is episode 249. It's true. You always do something like, hello and welcome again to just like uh, Jeff would. Or do we, do you do it? And then we introduce Nate as, you know, he's the, he's the last one to introduce. The prodigal ones returned. I don't know. It's up to you. This is exciting. Sorry. I have a hard time. (laughs) All right, yeah, let's do it that way. Let's let's bring it let's bring it back. All right. Welcome again to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks. We're coming in at episode 249. I am one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. I and am welcome Nate back. Baldy. Yeah. Bruce Wayne Newton. <laughs> they, let, they let him out of Arkham. He's back. Uh, well, Les like the- is uh, <laughs> carrying a lot of weight there. Yeah, he, he killed oh. so many guards that had families. <laughs> Look, Both of the Jones. Waynes learned how to remodulate their voice in their teens. <laughs> All right, so yeah. we, have to, we have to start off by saying that we are going to spoil the shit out of the Batman. But by the time this episode comes out, 
it'll be out for a week and a half at least. So it's good. Go see it, cowards. Yeah. Yeah. You you got no excuse, fake fans. Now, here's my only issue. I, well, that's a, that's we're a jumping lie. right into it. Yeah, we are. I have a couple of things <laughs> that that rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. But like, I'm going to need to see this movie again soon so that I could be objective about it. Because going in, I didn't know a whole lot. I only saw one trailer. I was, you know, I was going a little bit blind. But when I walked out of that theater, I was I was amped up. I applauded twice in the theater. Hell yeah. Whoa. You were a applause guy? I I went with JD Lopez and I was the the scene which I kind of equate to the Steve McQueen bullet scene, you know, where with the Batmobile is chasing uh the penguin. Yes. When that scene ended, I, I just remember turning I was on the edge the whole time and I turned to JD and I was like, that was fucking awesome. And I clapped. Oh like, yeah. It was so good. Involuntary yeah. at that point. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty triumphant. One of the most triumphant hero moments in the movie where he's like, yeah, I got you. I got you. And then that fucking car just. Yeah. One of of the few. Yeah, that was uh, when that. uh, I mean, I guess I'll I'll, I'll just first of all, the, the Batmobile, I think, is my favorite or maybe second favorite live action Batmobile. Yeah. In, in, in a movie it's uh i mean that's that's like a if if big daddy ed roth was drawing a batman comic this is the batmobile you'd get which <laughs> is pretty dope um yeah like when that chase first started i was super stoked because like as soon as the, the batmobile lights up yeah from the alleyway and she's like oh yeah. fuck he's all revenant yeah. i guess uh reeves based that on christine mm. uh, yeah. he, that's what he was trying to emote there uh, and he did a very good job. So, you know, I was full in and the chase started off and I was like, all right, this chase is okay. And then as soon as shit started crashing, holy that off the rails. Fantastic. <laughs> off the it was rails. Amazing. I was yeah. fucking, I was blown away. Yeah, when he huge, gets ready, huge, to eat it. good set piece. Like when he gets ready to eat it, what about it? Yeet it. When he goes oh. up that fucking ramp, yeah. that got me really excited. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and awesome. the way that, uh, you know, making, making it so, super kinetic with all the crashing and he's you know having to uh steer into his skids like it, it felt very visceral yeah i would agree yeah and i'm uh, pretty confident it's a nova <laughs> yeah, I was yeah and it was a it was hard to tell what was going on with the car because it looked like it was frankenstein together from a bunch of other ones which i assume it was but it yeah it is i was just going off of the roof line and like wheelbase and shit i'm pretty sure it's like a yeah. 73 nova well but the the motor in the back's a ford triton out of the trucks from the 90s it's a v10 triton engine damn you got all that from just watching the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that and you know knowing cars forever yeah that's true, that's true. it's like well, one gonna, of the I'm going to make a bold statement here. Like, I think that was my favorite live action Batman. And, and I'm saying that because I, I don't mind the brute force Batman, uh, but Batman is a detective first and foremost detective in my Batman. mind. And to see just the, the, the deliberate quiet Batman and, and studying everything and picking up everything and deducing it, it got me, it got me super, I don't know. I was I was definitely just from the get go. I was I was all in. You were fully torqued yeah. the whole yes. movie. <laughs> Am I wrong? I, I was very no no no. I, you're absolutely. I was very happy to find that it is a police procedural. 
and mm. not an action movie. Okay. Uh, you know, there's, there's really two action sequences and it's the car chase. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when he takes down all of the, uh, the Riddler hoodlums, I don't know what you'd call them. The Riddler militia. Right. The, uh, yeah. Q-Anon. The R-Anon. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, also, the, uh, the question marks. followers. While it's question on my mind. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Did you all notice <laughs> that those guys with the white faces in the beginning, that the dude who had half his face painted is the kid that plays Tim Drake on Titan? Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. noticed. I, I did. Okay. I, I was wondering because uh, I was like, there was, I, I thought that I recognized him and I wasn't sure where it was from. And I was like, is that, wait, is that Tim Drake? Is that deliberate? And, no, that kid uh, lied. He's already done an interview about it. He didn't tell anybody on either project that he was in the other one. But then no one has the and IMDb. They can't that's the way shit. to go. Get, they they get filmed his twice. scenes in Batman before they filmed his scenes in Titans. Mm. And yeah, they don't wasn't lie. Batman supposed to come out like a year ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. So And they hadn't fleshed out the IMDb yet. But he jokingly said in an interview, like, I hope I'm not fired. <laughs> they can use that. I think if you... Uh, if you double dip into DC, you're you're in for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, who the fuck would he be? Tim Drake's like great grandfather, because Batman's a geriatric fuck. By the time we see Tim in that no, story, you could just play Tim Drake, and they won't be connected. I don't okay, know. I see what you're saying. That would be okay. I It'd be weird, that. but it would be okay. I'd be so sad if Robert Pattinson Batman grew up to be Ian Glenn Batman, because <laughs> he, he that means he would grow from being the best, one of the best Batmans. To being one of the lamest on-screen Batmans. Yeah. And and I, I'm going to go with what you just said. I did think he might have been the best Batman, but he wasn't my favorite Bruce Wayne. I don't like emo Bruce Wayne. No, but the yeah. stories they came from were before he figured out Bruce was his mask. So I have I feel the same way, but I'm really hopeful that he'll play a good Bruce Wayne in the sequel. Yeah. When yeah, he's speak. like... Yeah. He, when he figures out that he needs to be Bruce Wayne in public. Exactly. And that's where yeah. the Batman year one comes in, right? This, I mean, it's, yeah. granted, it's, it's his second year of being Batman, um, but he's got it fucking dialed down Yeah, with the, yeah. the contacts and, and the tech and um, his fighting and the, and the suit. Like he's taking mass amounts of bullets. Yeah. Oh, he, he is not trying to dodge anything <laughs> almost the entire yeah. time. <laughs> I took issue with that. I don't think Batman's supposed to be walking towards people shooting a machine gun at him and just have bullets flying off of him. What is he, fucking Tony Stark? He did get pushed back uh, a couple of times. Yeah, Yeah, when it was was like the the shotguns, Mm. uh, that that knocked him out uh, pretty hard. Yeah, and then he either hit himself with adrenaline or venom. Oh, right. So what was that? Was that venom? I I mean, it was green. Nobody's confirmed anything. It was either his because he uses adrenaline shit in the comics too. Right. Yeah. Ecto cooler. <laughs> so are they gonna if, if it was venom, it pops a Capri Sun? It's, it's a wing like cap. A, <laughs> it's a, like a Popeye spinach can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or that That's or that Bat's already encountered Bane, because even in the books he synthesizes it and uses it a little bit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I missed out on that, I guess. It doesn't it doesn't go well, it makes him crazy. Oh well. Fair enough. Which is what happened, right? He started punching that dude in the face. Yeah. Repeatedly. He, he did lose control. And, and then Jim Gordon was like, hey, hey. And he was like, you want some of this? But to be fair, wouldn't adrenaline, adrenaline could do the could, same could thing. Could do the same thing. Well, I, yeah, he's he's already really pissed off. Right. And he's, and he's a violent 
you know, rage-filled young man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's definitely not out of character for Batman to go ape shit on some dude's head. Right. Yeah. Especially right. a guy just who's just firing fucking, into a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Pummel his face into a goo and then be like, arrest that guy. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I, other than the emo Bruce Wayne, I, I can't think of... T- much at all that i disliked about the movie i 100% agree that was my only complaint and because it's justified in the source material it's just more more or less made me nervous that he won't be able to be a good bruce wayne yeah. but i don't know well, the kid's how, got chops how old is this bruce wayne supposed to be because it's been 20 years right 20 years and how old was died. he when it happened so he's like 10 30 maybe? i'm thinking he's about 30 30 32 Somewhere in there. Something like that. Yeah, so, that man's you know, supposed to be 30 to 31. Pattinson's yeah. 30, 35 playing him. They they went over that the other day. Okay. All right. So I, I, that's a little old to still be uh, trapped in your uh, weepy, uh, sweepy hair phase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did He's, that in DC for a while, didn't they? They went emo on all of the, uh, there was like a Superman that was very broody uh, in the last decade, I feel. Yeah, it happens every once in a while. They're just like, what if, what if the superheroes were sad? <laughs> that's, that's a whole arc, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was I've so been good listening to Nirvana in a cave for 20 years. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking sad. That was dope. I was, I was really glad that they had actual Nirvana on there and not some Same. like slowed down fucking cover, cover. I, sung by an ingenue from 2020. 100 percent agree with that statement and i even said i had that exact thought when it happened i was like oh is this going to be nirvana or whatever you just said and sure enough i was so (laughs) grateful god the music uh when he came out of the darkness first off they they set it up so well like the narrative him talking um and saying what the what the the light represents and just the fear it's it's like that's Oh my god. Border borderline Travis Bickle narrative. I had a yeah. smile on my face for, for fucking three hours. Like I was so into that movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think uh him doing a narrative over it, like, you know, the city is full of scum. I can't be everywhere at once, but I want them to think I'm hiding in the shadows, ready to beat the fuck out of them. Like <laughs> just having that narrative was great. I still don't think that he should be walking towards people firing a machine gun at him like he should be dodging it with his his ninja skills yeah it's small caliber arms i mean it helps to install body armor can take it (laughs) you know it helps that fear part but i'm telling you there was a period where i was listening to the the theme and it sounded so familiar but it didn't sound batman to me and then i was like wait a minute that's darth vader's music and then you see him coming out of the shadow, and I was hoping he'd pull out like a red lightsaber or something. <laughs> but that was—it was so good the way they did it. I thought it was filmed really well. Yeah. Oh, it, it looked great. It looked like Gotham. Yeah. Uh, which is cool because uh, I feel like you know it—it it didn't look like. Uh, it, I mean, I guess it kind of looked like New York a little bit, like Times Square underneath some. Yeah. Uh, but not. It wasn't bright. You know. It was. It was gray it was raining it wasn't comic booky yeah it uh, it didn't look you know like chicago or wherever they shot the dark knight trilogy right you know it it looked like it was its own place that felt you know like immersive uh in in a in a kind of grim stony way yeah yeah i I was 
really impressed. I read an article that they they shot it all on digital and then they ran it through on film stock and then digitized it again to get that kind of 70s aesthetic from the film. Huh. Huh. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely it, it has that all the color palette is still not muted though which is interesting yeah like uh, i'm excited by all the shit they're saying they want to do for the sequels yeah mm. i well you know uh it, it sounds like it might be a straight ahead hush even though they've basically already done hush in this one reeves yeah, keeps saying actually, he wants to do freeze oh. that would be pretty dope i think it would work too because they could tie in like climate change stuff um because he already reeves did a really good job of tying it into things that are happening in the world right now and a, a mr freeze would would be interesting and obviously they threw a joker in there um, yeah um, yeah that was that was a pretty solid end move yeah the a lot of people think it's gonna be the war of jokes and riddles because that's a year two story uh that would be pretty rad because i yeah that story arc is amazing yeah i don't you know if i know it, it but it's joker and riddler team up to fuck batman like two years into his career but then they end up deciding to try to outdo one another yeah and they, oh they i become, have that book i okay. think uh yeah as i say i think i think i gave that to you you did give that to birthday me. or christmas gift or something That's absolutely right fuck yeah um and that would that would bring kite man into the picture yeah oh, hell yeah <laughs> kite man and condiment king yeah <laughs> a gritty take on condiment king i'm all for it Hell i mean yeah. you could do it he's just you know like people getting uh you know like ketchup packets all across gotham start dying from some bizarre poison turns out condiment king is behind some sort of uh ketchup thing ke- ketchup ketchup and arsenic program Ooh. Only if it's Jack Black. <laughs> that would be... He's kind of old, probably, for the role. Yeah. Well, Condiment King's kind of a shitty villain, so he can be old. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I um, There's a lot of bat gadgets in this movie, and I was all for that. I like how much he used his grappling hook. Yes. Yeah. The grapple gun. Um, not not yeah. seen often enough in the movies. No. I think Affleck used it maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, Keaton uses it once or twice. Uh, Kilmer, Clooney. It's very used very sparingly. But this time, it seemed like he used it not more like for a, not only for a tool, but also used it for a weapon when he shot it into that one guy's thigh. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pulled him, yeah. yeah. Or went over yeah. the rail and yeah, that was awesome. That was dope. He yeah, I I, I did like that. Uh, yeah, the the tech that he had was super cool. I, I it was also interesting that there's we know that there's no Lucius Fox. We don't so presumably Bruce is just building all this shit on his own. Well, we don't we don't know. Which is they showed the work table with all the shit dismantled a couple different times. Like you see the timing chains and everything for the car. Yeah, yeah. So I do think uh, they're trying to imply he's doing most of it. Alfred obviously is helping. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I, I really, I really liked that. I like. I don't know. It was a, it was a just a, a great look at what Batman can be if you just, you know, don't don't worry about his fucking origin. Don't exactly. make him fight the Joker. It's you know. Yes. There's an that entire was... rogues gallery that you can choose from, and it was cool that this is basically Riddler's origin. Yeah. You know, we don't need Batman's origin. We don't need to know shit about Batman. Everyone knows what's going on here. 
no pearl give us no pearl necklace. cool yeah give us <laughs> give us the villain origin it should be a movie of the the villains are what make batman you know yes. uh, one of the most interesting comics to read it um i would agree they they focused a lot on riddler's origins but it still felt like this movie was about batman which is great yeah um also, I was telling Jake this in a chat we were having, but it was so refreshing to not have Batman going up against the Joker in a movie yeah. for once. Yes. Uh, or even showing I mean, the Joker. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You just get that that little glimpse of him through the dirty window. That profile of the of the the, the nose and the and the forehead with the hair. But yeah, totally. It was just villains, villain story. Yeah. Yeah. Penguin's origin story is mm. essentially in there as well which is great <laughs> yeah i like that they I, made him full on just like a hey over here sweetheart yeah. what's going on <laughs> i'm the fucking penguin i also i, I, was, I think i was, I was Catwoman uh, well yeah yeah Catwoman was great uh it's like her I'll say about about the penguin the only i think i was the only person in the theater who laughed when they uh after after the chase when they've got penguin and they're I interrogating know. him and he's like it would be La, not L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does no one speak Spanish in here? <laughs> I saw a great tweet that was just like, "Shout out to the Batman for doing more for the United States Spanish education than the entirety of the U.S. school system." <laughs> nice. I liked the yeah. twins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was that was glad to see those dudes. That was a fun nod to those Kabuki twins. Yeah. That's from the Batman, Jake? Yeah, Diedrich. No. Oh, no, that's Raven the Bull. That's Reno, Reno Romano is the yeah. Batman. And you, you Tom correct. Kenny's the Penguin. Yeah. Not in this movie. No. In, yeah, I was like, the, that's Colin in the, in the cartoon. Yeah, and Colin yeah. Farrell's getting his own show, and Jim Gordon's getting his own show on HBO Max. Really? Yeah, JCPD is getting a show. They announced all this before the movie. And, Whoa! Uh, guy and uh, penguins. Penguins getting his own show with Colin Farrell starring. JCPD. JCPD yeah. is maybe cool. my favorite bat book of all time. It really? Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's I liked it. It's apparently going to be start out as a slight prequel. Without they're going to explain uh, Jim and bruce's relationship up to the movie point but after the first season it sounds like they might jump to right after the movie Dope. we'll get some yeah. renee montoya action yes dude a question well eventually any question yeah 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 well she would probably become it wouldn't she or would they keep her as a cop for a while uh, uh, i imagine that in gcpd she'd probably just be a cop until third season know, maybe seasons in or something yeah. yeah yeah and she bust vic and then vic you know pulls her over to his way of thinking yeah yeah i read that i read those those were great too i was really bummed when they didn't use uh you know, uh, Rosie, Rosie, Rosie Perez. Perez. Oh, I was spot on Rosie Perez impression. <laughs> it was terrible. I'm dying over here. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Much better. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking on here on the IMDb. They have the, it's called the, well, the untitled Batman spinoff. And it's just, yeah. Him. Wow. But Matt Reeves is definitely involved. So that's the thing now. It's like, Disney did it with Mandalorian and uh, the book of Boba Fett 
and Peacemaker. Peacemaker actually just came out of James Gunn asking if he could do it. Well, it's perfect. Yeah, like the Batman ones had already been promised to Matt Reeves before James Gunn wanted to do Peacemaker and was, like he said, he was literally bored during shutdown and couldn't do any of his projects. He got a hold of DC and they were like, yeah, we'd like you to do anything you want, sir. And he he was like, and I was bored and at home and I just like really thought the world of John Cena. So I wanted to do a project with him. I'm so glad he did. Yeah, and he was even saying like, DC pulled that off in a matter of like minutes for me it felt like we ended the phone call and then production was started good good, yeah that's the way it should be um so this gives me hope for maybe a a change of mentality in making dc movie uh away from the Zack snyder vision yeah back to a vision of getting away from the snyder yeah of what the story is about and not making a blockbuster movie. In other words, like this movie, sure, it's got blockbuster elements for sure, but those are only elevated by a great story that is really true right. to the comics. Maybe not to one comic, but but the 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 heart the, of the, the gist. essence yes, of the you. Batman story. Yes. So yeah. whether it's long Halloween, hush or whatever you want it to be like it's it, it is and it, and it did a really good job with it. yeah yeah well, and like like you said you know at the at the heart of batman is the world's greatest detective right detective. and that's what that's what reeves gets or you know right. the writers and matt reeves get uh is that this guy isn't just a dude who comes out of the shadows and kicks the shit out of people uh well. he is a, a massive intellect you know building all of his own gadgets and you know fighting a one-man war on on these you know uh, uh mega genius villains well, yeah dude I who think are hell-bent on destroying the entire city yeah the biggest accolade for me is there was nothing new in the fucking story and i loved it i knew every twist before it happened right and yeah. it didn't affect my enjoyment of it at all like that's what, what I was mean? saying the other day when we were saying we couldn't spoil it for you, Matt. I mean, like if you read DC comics, like none of the nothing that happened in this movie was a surprise. Falcone being the rat, Falcone being her dad. Like every fucking yeah. plot detail is a standard canonized plot detail. But Matt Reeves did it in such a good way of showing you the detective story that he had adjusted the way the villain was with serial killer shit a little bit. Yeah. That it that it made it truly enjoyable. Whereas I don't think anybody else's Batman movie could pull that off they're all doing some sort of parlor trick to make me be amazed i'm seeing it on tv or on a screen and matt reeves was just like no i'm just gonna tell it the right way and then you're gonna leave here with a little brain boner (laughs) yeah it's it's a focus on story and character which you know i don't think has happened in any of the dc movies up until now yeah we started to with wonder woman but i don't think they pulled it off a little bit yeah no then they went into that three and a half hour fucking monkey paw that breaks the rules yeah yeah. What about the Joker? Was, that was arguably a character piece. Yeah, but there's, but we don't know any of that story. That was all new story. That was all something being fleshed out in front of us for the first time. So that makes more sense to me to be enjoyable. Watching the Batman by Matt Reeves was like watching a show I'd already seen eight times that I still enjoy. Like it was that solid that it was all information that wasn't going into my head as new information. It was just like, oh, yep, thought so. And still got to the end and was like, what a fucking home run. Whereas the Joker had yeah. moves to pull that i i had no reference for i didn't know what was coming right well the joker never felt like it was even part of the dcu no uh, like it's just you know the, the the fact that it's the joker is the only anchor to uh, any comic books yeah 
Well, they kept Thomas Wayne as the politician in this, which I thought was interesting. Well, you can't have Gotham yeah. without Thomas Wayne. Yeah, I know, but he's usually more of like a straight up philanthropist. I know he's been in politics in the books, but it's not as common. So let me ask a question about, uh, was it Senator Mitchell who was killed? Is that his name, Mitchell? At the beginning? The boy, the son, the one that yeah, yeah. Batman saves, the one that he keeps looking at. It, are they setting, are they trying to foreshadow something about that kid or is he just is that scene there to really further the origin of uh batman uh, as yeah. far as people we know the origin but this is how we're going to show it to you by yeah. how he responds to this kid yeah how effective I, I, I think it was just kids. there yeah for for an emotional sort of uh, uh to because i kept thinking something was going to happen with that kid and he's going to be like oh what's what his did? Name? tommy tommy mitchell or whatever the that kid let that kid was the first one to trust him during the rescue. That kid was a pivotal point later in the movie. Fair, that's right. When he was getting him yeah. out, he he yeah okay. So it was, it, it, a, that's right. A little that's bit right. of metaphor about saving, you know, him the kid. young Bruce Wayne well, from he, from the the influence of the violent Batman. Yes, and it was he, also a fun way to show how the eye cameras work because he's leering at this kid and being really heavy and weird and then yeah. you get to see just a couple scenes later that he's back home reviewing the tape yeah which I is really, a cool justification for batman being like damn near pervy putting everyone off in yes. a room, which i think <laughs> yeah, is like that's been fleshed out in a lot of the best books is that like yo batman makes every cop in the room fucking skin crawl it's not just that they don't agree with him he makes right. them it itchy no, they're, they're when scared. he jumped off the table uh and everybody like backs up and he's just ready to take the whole room on and then yeah. when that dude tries to grab his mask that was fucking sweet <laughs> dude that's <laughs> batman that was yeah he was fucking I, batman was i thought that was about to turn into an arkham city fight yeah <laughs> with the combo punch like <laughs> yeah yeah just bouncing back and forth off all the cops <laughs> knocking them around did it uh did it bother you guys that he didn't throw one batarang in this fucking movie it didn't but no because he only had one only because uh yeah they they it it didn't seem like he had a lot of weaponry. He just had gadgets that kind of helped him uh, buff for, for his fights. Truth so. is, I never even thought of it. So that's that's how, yeah, I was fine with everything else that happened. Yeah, Down there's the like details, the one like... moment that he pops it off of his chest and, and, uses and it. he cuts, through. yeah, he uses it one time and it's like a little knife. Right. Well, yeah, and you yes. can see it's the gun that killed his parents. And he put it back onto his thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. There's a bunch of fun nods like that. It's it, honestly, it feels like Matt Reeves did a more adult approach to what was done with the animated series. He hit all yeah. the best notes and all the greatest hits. And then we lucked out on the nerd who got in control, also had some great uh, new takes on shit. What did you think of Jeffrey Wright's Gordon? I loved it, man. I was great. surprised I was by how great. much I loved it. Yeah, he's that in Penguin was what I was most nervous for going into the movie, and I, I really was great, dude. I thought Colin Farrell fucking killed it. Although I don't know why they needed Colin Farrell for it, but I thought he pulled it off real well. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the guy from Spin City? Everybody said it should be Richard Kind. Yeah, because they just put Colin Farrell on Richard <laughs> Kind face. Hey, it's me, the Penguin. <laughs> I'm friends with George Clooney. Do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I know two uh, Batman. Uh, <laughs> where, does, uh, where does Robert Pattinson fall on your list of 
ranks of Batman. To be fair, man, I think I'm going to have to wait until a sequel to see how they handle the whole Bruce Wayne mask to be uh, fair to the other movies, because the other movies give you both. Yeah, this is yeah, the he's... only uh, Batman movie where he doesn't attend like a black tie gala. Yeah, he hasn't figured out that the best alibi is that he was drunk getting pussy. I don't know if he if he really trained well for it. I mean, he must have. Uh, but I, I feel I'm, I'm not kidding. I do believe he was the best live action Batman. Um, yeah. His movements, his fighting, it, it looked, it didn't look prescribed. Well, I don't want to say it didn't look like it was acted out. Like sometimes it just looks choppy. Um, his was very natural. And, and, it, and he, yeah, I, I seriously, it, the whole time it, I, I was amazed. It had fight some daredevil were super dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And they felt dirty. Yes. And they held shots. It wasn't like yeah. at Batfleck where you were getting him hitting from three different angles before the fucking punch land and he jumped to the next thing. Yeah, like the scene where in the beginning, the first fight scene when he comes out of the shadows and fights those white face dudes, uh, yeah. those dudes in white face. And vengeance. he, yeah, but like when he like fights off two or three and he stops and he's walking and then they fire at him and he turns like he's willing to disengage to just get what he needs. Yeah. But he'll go back into beat your ass mode. And, and he did it. He just did it so well. And it yeah. was natural. Like, even when he spoke, I liked his Batman voice. Yeah, it wasn't overdone. Yeah, it wasn't Christian Baleized. Yeah. I'm not wearing hockey bags. It's much more. Pattinson said on Kimmel he was trying to do it without any affectation, but that it was really hard for him in an American accent to it's sound hard, serious. Yeah. It's hard so not he said, to. So, like, by, like, the third day of filming as Batman, he was like, oh, I'm going to have to go back and redo some lines if you want this to be consistent because he said like once i was trying to do an american accent and then be like dour and serious it just kind of came out a little bit mm. he's like oh it's me little bruce wayne little bruce <laughs> let's 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 keep it be fun batman but mitch you asked last week you wanted to bring it up and I wanted to bring it up now, and we'll jump back into the movie. But you wanted to talk about Batman themes. Oh, yeah. Um, there was that whole, uh, like, and I said this on the last episode where I was like, I wasn't too keen on the Batman theme that they used for this movie. But I was like, I'm sure once I see it coupled with the imagery of him pounding a fucking dude's face into soup that uh, I would like it. And that's very much what happened. Um, I can't right now on the spot remember the melody that goes along to that song but uh, my favorite's always been the fucking michael keaton one the michael <laughs> keaton they reused it for uh the animated the, series Batman, the yeah. animated series the, the danny elfman score mm -hmm. yes but then you have that one where they uh where was it elliot goldenthal did it for batman forever and batman and robin the the that's very batman-esque but i don't know if it's my necessarily my favorite yeah i think you know i think it's so good they re they release lps for every episode he did right or you mean animated series yeah but everyone that elfman scored they've released lps through mondo uh, it's a 22 disc well, set i'm out. just gonna yeah i think uh the batman the the robert pattinson theme 
is a huge improvement over the whatever Batflex theme was. I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't even yeah. remember the Affleck theme. I mean, Affleck was just kind of like metal riffs. Mm. All right. Wasn't it? Like, like just, just must have sounded like a generic score to me. Well, but the, uh, the what's it called? The Justice League movies, they had that. It just seemed like something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like wow. weird background metal or prog rock riffs that Snyder was like, yeah, play it louder. I don't <laughs> want to remember my daughter. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> this score right. is from Michael uh, Giacchino. 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 Is, is that Jock? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. No, Joaquin I'm, Phoenix. I'm, I'm underfed. That's the comic book artist. I'm crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, I just dropped different guy. Yeah. I just dropped that bat playlist in the uh, in the chat. Ooh, this guy did the Spider Man No Way Out score as well, or part of it. Nice, interesting. You know, I did. Uh, I really liked the Bro. detective theme. It was just yeah. these three yeah. piano notes. Yep, and it was just such a. I mean, that's perfectly fit the mood every time, and it was so low key and so simple. Bing, bing, bong, like perfect. That's that's Batman thinking. Yeah, I'm yeah. listening to it right now. It's, in fact, it's like semi tortured. What the fuck is this? It, it feels like a putting together a puzzle piece. Yes, yeah. and it makes sense that a lot of I read a lot of reviews and and people saying uh, that this was more like like a seven type movie, uh, yeah. but, but uh, in Gotham or with Batman. If yeah. if it was if it was blown out a little more and like super beige, you would. You could easily mistake it for a Fincher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had the producer from Saw on, and it's got a lot of jigsaw tones to it, with all the traps yeah. and stuff that Riddler's setting up on people. Oh, yeah. I definitely had that vibe when they were in his apartment and he had like the proto rat eats your fucking face case. Yeah. Yeah. I did like that too, the way that they treated Riddler. Cause, I, you know, Riddler is such a goofy villain on the surface. Like, oh, his gimmick is he riddles. What a yeah. fucking stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's a sadistic monster. The, when he kills, yeah. it is brutal. Uh, it is it is like, you know, it is it is like unto a saw or a, or a jigsaw rather, you know. So we've gotten two Riddlers. We've gotten this guy, uh, Paul Dano, and uh, the guy on Titan. Two... Uh, I thought you were going to say Jim Carrey. Yeah, I thought no, you were no, going to no, say no, Carrey no. too. <laughs> two similar but different Riddlers. Uh, yeah, it'll be where the was books the Riddler on Titan? A little bit more. Oh, I was thinking the Scarecrow. My bad. All right, sorry. I, I got completely turned around for some reason. My brain went with it, and I thank I you for calling me out. About. Yeah, yeah. I was, no, I, I didn't was, mean to like call you out. I didn't mean no. to that. But I was you like, fact check me. Did I just blank out an entire villain from the Titans. Yeah, I was thinking it was for some reason. <laughs> I thought it was the Riddler, and I, I liked. No. I liked Paul Dano's version of the Riddler. Paul Dano was phenomenal as a fucking lunatic man. When they after he gets uh, after he lets himself get captured and he calls Batman to his cell, yeah, and he just starts going Bruce, and you and he finally knew that was crazy. Like I was like twisted up and said, like, how the fuck does this play out? Right, and then of yeah, course, you know, then the then the tension snaps as soon as he's like, we didn't get him, and, the, and did you notice uh, his response to that? Uh, Battinson's response yeah, to he, it, he's just like. You know his like, his expression, eyes twitching. Spot on. Like, and yeah, and then he yeah. like stops and looks up. He's like, "What? 
Holy cow. Yeah, Robert that, was, that, that has, might have been the most tense moment in the movie. Yeah. He's oh, really dude. mastered the bat glare where yes. he just looks at something and narrows his eyes like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Is it well, bad? I have a question about that interrogation scene. Yeah. When he was saying Bruce Wayne, does that mean that Riddler figured it out and he knows who he is? Or no. he was just, he no, was just he, like. Uh, he thought that, because in his head, uh, he thought the Batman was working with him. Right. To rid the city of scum. Because Batman's is the rich. essentially been doing that, but they have different ideas of who the scum is. Yes. Uh, so, you know, there's uh, definitely some uh, authoritarian, proto fascistic uh, undertones to uh, look at there, but that's in all of superhero movies. But that was that was the point. Like he was sitting there, and when Riddler was was saying Bruce Wayne, you could see Batman just looking, uh, keeping quiet because he's like he knows. And now it's like, what's yeah. going to happen? But when he says we didn't get him, and then Batman just snaps out of it and turns and realizes, uh, then Riddler was essentially saying like all these people deserve to die, but the but the sins of the father, Bruce Wayne, needed to needed to die the most because thomas wayne was the most egregious he started the whole renewal right. thing yeah and and that's what led to well i mean in in hush which they're basically doing you know yeah, yeah. Di- directly thomas wayne's fault in yeah uh elliot thomas's mind that you know that, that all of his all everything that's been bad in his life is specific to the wayne's interfering in his in, in his existence right. his son yeah. tommy thomas elliot tommy elliot yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. I had his name backwards. But no, we were you, talking you about Elliot. it like it was a case file. Elliot. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> <Right. So, laughs> yeah. I, in my I, renewal drawer. I, I love that scene. It was so tense. And and the whole time you're made to think that he knows it's him. And, and it didn't. Oh, God. But he could have figured it out. Probably Riddler. It's not that hard for Riddler to, to figure it out if he really just thought about it. Yeah. But I, I think the reason that, or part of the reason that he wouldn't have even put it together is because in his head, it's like, oh, well, Batman's on my side, so he couldn't be couldn't that be guy. Right. Yeah. Because that guy's a bad guy. Right. Yeah, and Bruce that could Wayne be would the, never do that. And that, that, that conversation's probably the seed of Bruce figuring out that he needs to be Playboy Bruce. Good call. To make sure yeah, yeah. N- no one else ever puts it together that he's never around also the bat right yeah i also really enjoyed the scene with the uh, falcone at the fucking pool table that oh, was yeah. great dude john Turturro, fucking a he cranked it out man it that was a really so great performance good. he creeped me out when before i realized that selena was his before she said she was his daughter yeah he was like oh you should come by i was like oh this guy is creepy touching like, her face and everything yeah that's what i meant where i was like already a little bit spoiled by having read all the books because yeah. as soon as that happened i was like they're not doing a rape subplot this guy's her dad just like in the books <laughs> <laughs> well i thought it was the subplot and i was like oh i don't know what's happening <laughs> It, uh, you know, yeah and i think that's a good mcguffin for people who aren't as versed in it sure gotta like give them something to, to throw them for a loop yeah it's clever usage it's not just stated yeah. as fact like everyone's read the books he presented it in a fun way mm-hmm. her getting to break down and tell bruce yeah and uh, I, I mean that was kind of the entire emotional anchor for selena's arc you know just because they, they don't give a ton of stuff to catwoman 
to really do. No, she just walks in a way that I imagine really fucked her back up. And then <laughs> yeah, that looked, but there's a couple of scenes where she was walking and all I could think of the theater was like, that's gotta hurt. Like that doesn't even yeah. look remotely natural. She looked good <laughs> as Catwoman. Uh, oh, yeah. I liked the mask, how it wasn't. She's not developed as a, as a character yet. Yeah. The whip. Like, yeah. The whip was right. Ra- I'm glad that they brought that out uh, just for a, a couple little scenes. Yeah. Same thing. They didn't harp on it. It wasn't like she was standing around practicing or being a fucking sycophant with it. She just had it. Yeah. Like, I liked I've, that. I've got, I've got this uh, this length of chain. <laughs> yeah. I sort of know how to use it. I like that there wasn't a scene with the Batmobile where he's pulling the drape off and jumping in it. And that, like, you see it in the background, and then it's introduction is when it's about to fuck shit up. Yeah. Right. And that is uh, the first time you see it in there. I really did think that as he walked by it, he was going to whip that, uh, whip yeah. the cover off. Yeah. So that was great. a big reveal. It was a much better reveal the way that they did it. Yeah. And, and they teased cool. our brains with the hack thing where they were like, yeah. Oh, is he going to do this when he walks past it? Nope. It, and it's cool that he only uses the Batmobile one time. He's mostly on his motorcycle. And then when he's not, he's walking. Yeah. He's not flying around. He's not dropping in on people. He just literally walks. walks. <laughs> it's like yeah. some Friday the Friday the 13th shit, you know? I yeah. like that they kept the detail about Bruce being afraid of heights. And in that split second when he has an oh shit face when he's about yeah. to jump in the yeah. squirrel suit. Right. There was an audible <laughs> gasp when he, he's like. <gasps> yeah, that was, that was cool character building because there's been like two or three times i think in the books where bruce is addressed like this isn't easy for me i'm afraid of heights i'm doing what needs to be done <laughs> but like, that's, the, it's, that's, yeah. that's like the year two element of it like it's yeah. still new for him he's he's learning to do all these things to confront that fear i think he talks about that at, at one he, point he does but it was nice to see a director who was deft enough to include yes. tiny tiny little moments like that i didn't yeah well, and, and just, then and then also he fucks it up at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he would was be so great. fucking dead when he hit that drops overpass. a parachute and yeah na- <laughs> that was yeah. that was pretty fantastic and then he hobbles off like oh yeah i'm just gonna walk on my broken thigh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that shattered into a million pieces but yeah. ta- taxi i i think it might have been venom that he shot himself up with because i feel like they've they focused on it for a split second more than they right. should have. And, and it's the, very deliberately yes. that bright green. And the port. Know, Venom always has been. Yes. Yeah. The nipple port is very reminiscent of how it's always been. He shot it into comics. his nipple? I thought he no. shot it into his leg. He shoots it into his leg, but the leg has a nipple port. It's got a port in it with a hole with a dot in the middle that's ready to accept the needle. Yeah. Okay. I thought you yeah. meant he like shoved it into his nipple, and that's he was just like, oh, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> no nipple nipple port. If I said nail head valve, you would have been confused more. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I was already uh, very confused anyway. So <laughs> yeah, but the, the nail head, you wouldn't even have addressed it. So I'm glad I went with nipple. You guys Where's don't have a femoral artery that runs through your chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have been fun the- if he shot it up in the nipple. Call back to Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Superman works alone. <laughs> <laughs>
nipples. Ah! <laughs> Where did the squirrel suit come from? Did his cape become the suit? Where did that go? He from? pulled this something out. He yeah, it was like an inflatable wing set. I think it was like a. It was, I think like... it was inflatable um, uh, sacks around his uh, uh, like. Armpit. From his Armor wrist down. to his waist, and then yeah. from his waist to his legs. And he on the pulled inside. them out, and I think attached it to his wrists. Yeah, and he kind of looked really stupid in it. But yes. I get that this well, is year two. It, but it then later, look ridiculous. <laughs> it looks super ridiculous. He looked like fucking Patrick Star falling out of the fucking sky. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've always. <laughs> I've always been a sucker for a good um, Batman crashing through a skylight with his cape. Yeah. And we oh, get yeah. that later in the movie where he goes into the fucking stadium and he's just like, it that's one of my favorite fucking like uh, iconography. Is that the word I want to sure, use? Yeah, here? yeah. Yeah. That works. Keaton does it. Kilmer does it. Rob Ad Bat and Bat does it. Um, Doesn't Clooney do it too? Yeah. He goes, hi, freeze. He's got a Batman. Have. And then he yeah. skates down a fucking brontosaurus. <laughs> uh, he also got pulled cool... by the cape at one point. Yeah. You're like fucking he gets get what? It. He got pulled. The cape, the cape yeah. actually got used multiple times. Yeah. yeah. There was even a, there was a little moment in his Catwoman fight where if you've played the Arkham games, uh, you can get like a little cape fake. He does yeah. a cape fake during the Catwoman fight. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah so good i really um, like the sadistic shit they've been saying about what they want to do if they do a robin oh mm. <laughs> they're gonna go straight to death in the yeah family. yes they want they want to do death in the family and pattinson has said like three times in the last week he doesn't want to do it unless it's a 13 year old kid and yeah, it's no, I, I think fully unhinged <laughs> that's what they should do <laughs> well it sounds like the there's heavy rumors that the next movie is going to be a time jump. So it won't necessarily be the Riddler and the Joker escaping Arkham, but being released. Right. So we'll have yeah, Bruce I, like two or three years down the line instead of being you know, released. Well, I would imagine that uh, you would want to have a wider rogues gallery to choose from. So, you know, right now you've only got Riddler and Joker and presumably Joker's or, yeah, yeah, and Penguin. Although also, Joker's not Joker yet, Reeves confirmed too. He said whoever's yeah. in that cell hasn't become the Joker yet, so he'll probably get released and be working on behalf of Dano's Riddler. Right. Mm. Which would, you know, lay some nice groundwork for uh, them to have some sort of schism leading into War of Jokes Fuck and Riddles. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, but they also, the way that they ended it, uh, well, the, not, you know, ended ended but uh with with riddler blowing up the retainer walls and flooding all of gotham oh yeah that, that felt very close to no man's land no man's i immediately thought oh are they yeah. setting up no man's land here and then they've got penguin looking out over the thing like he's gonna make a play to create all of his own territory you know yeah. the gcpd is fucked they can't get any place you know unless they start utilizing canal boats and yeah, then that's you bring in rad. other bat characters. I mean, I, I think uh, if like, if they wanted to do a no man's land, they could have like spoiler you know, or four or five different villains come out. Or oh, you just mean like other bat family characters? Yeah, the bat family. They keep saying they don't want to do it because it won't time out right. That their Batman's not going to be old enough to have anything past a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it now. Uh, also, I wanted to say real quick before we move on too far, but uh, Batflick crashes through a window too when he goes to that warehouse fight in Batman versus Superman. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think Christian Bale crashes through a skylight with his cape. I'll have to rewatch those. But uh, here's the thing about these rogues galleries thing. How do you do like, because they really want to focus on it being a realistic portrayal of this character. And I get that. They want to do a grounded, realistic portrayal of Batman, but they also want to bring in like Mr. Freeze and Clayface. So how do you do realistic, but also wacky? Well, I mean, like Freeze Freeze doesn't have to be that wacky. The Deanie backstory for him is like heavy as fuck and would make sense in a universe like this for some scientists to be desperately trying to save his wife's life and he just has a, a mask on yeah like to to you know he has a suit that has to keep him yeah maybe he temperature or maybe they drop the thing where he has to be regulated to a certain temperature right he's just around cold stuff because nora has to be you know at negative yeah kelvin hundred yeah yeah he's always sucking on a popsicle when he's out and about <laughs> <laughs> ah mr tasty freeze but again i think that i think that with i felt they did it in other areas in this movie especially at the end with like those q type people that yeah they could do a mr freeze with some kind of a climate change Right. Maybe him and Nora were scientists working on, you know, something and whatever. Uh, someone in Gotham fucked it up and now he's pissed and he's got to figure out how to keep his wife cold. And, and he, you know, so I, I think it'd be great. I think they could, pull, I don't think it'll be too goofy. Uh, as long as, you know, the thing about the old movies is they were bad because they were trying too hard to make them goofy. And by throwing like Arnold Schwarzenegger right. in as, as Freeze, it, it yeah. didn't. Ice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> yeah, Schumacher was Get too to obsessed with trying to uh, bring back Batman 66. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with with which, darker you know, lights. Is, or darker uh, background. Yeah, I mean, and you know, if you if you go back and you watch uh, the Keaton Batman's, uh, they're they're also aping Batman sixty six. Yeah, but it's a you know, it's it's still modernized, big bright colors. You've got uh, fucking Jack Nicholson. Might as well be doing Caesar Romero because you know he's just going to be doing his himself no matter what. I yeah, I would agree. I love that part where Jack Nicholson fries that guy with the hand buzzer and then he's just like he he fucking cinches up his tie and he's like i'm glad you're dead (laughs) and just laughs at him (laughs) also i couldn't help but think at when riddler and joker were having that fucking talk in the prison i couldn't help thinking about peacemaker we're just like Riddle me this. How many people has Batman indirectly murdered by not smoking these motherfuckers that clearly need to be smoked? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the one of the uh, one of the eternal questions with Batman is boy, if he just killed Joker, a million people would still be alive. Oh yeah. Probably. Did you did you listen to that James Gunn interview with uh Kevin Smith, Nate? No. There's a portion where he explains that he was giving all the peacemaker scripts to Jim Lee before production and Jim Lee like freaked out that he was gonna sneak Batmite in. <laughs> and James Gunn was like, Yeah, that's the beauty of this. They gave me they gave me control. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd love to see a Batman. I just rewatched that episode of Peacemaker. I'm rewatching it. Nice. Have you watched any Our Flag Means Death? Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, no. The one with uh, Reese Darby. Reese and- Darby. Yeah, and Taco yeah. Watiti. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Dude, it's, it's really good. I have a new episode I haven't watched today because I haven't had the bandwidth, but it's killer. It's really funny. Uh, Leslie Jones is really funny in it. Yeah, she was good. I, like, I, was, uh, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with it. Yeah. yeah. Where they have the, they have to come up with a new flag. So all of them are, so, like, all the pirates are sewing a flag. He's like, well, just vote on the one that we like best. <laughs> that's all scary. Of- They'll steal children's breath. <laughs> that's, you know, that's true. Uh, I wrote a whole <laughs> article about it for December's Birdie. <laughs> Uh, various cat problems you can get. Uh, it was yeah, I really that was that was fun. I also liked the you know, out of friendship they fly all of the flags. These pirates yeah. are equal. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Is it funny? Like, is it funny? Yeah, like, they're it's... they're telling a true story we know very little about in okay. a very comical modern way. Wait, yeah. this is Steed. What's the fuck is yeah. faces? Is a real pirate? Yeah, the gentleman pirate Steed is real. Get the fuck out of here. That's cool. No, and he's really the one who taught Blackbeard how to deal with society. Like, but we don't know what him and Blackbeard's interactions were actually like. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those right. things where we we know that there's A, B, and C, but nobody knows any of the data in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't wait to see Taika Watiti as Blackbeard. Oh, you haven't gotten to it yet? No. Oh, is that in episode three? It is at the at the very end. Because yeah. I I watched one and two, and I keep falling asleep watching three. I don't know why. Really? It's probably just because I'm watching it at like two in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, that probably doesn't help. Um, but you really have to. I the pilot isn't even a pilot. Really, the first three episodes is are the, the pilot, pilot for the rest of the. It 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 should just it should have just been. And this is Hour probably and how they wrote and shot it uh, as a, a ninety minute movie that they just cut into three parts yeah it seems like that's how they did it and then added you know little epilogues basically yeah how about winning time have you watched winning time no yes also very good is that the lakers show yeah that's not on showtime it's on hbo max go figure their battle their battle chat back then was showtime matt yeah 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 the whole team would yell showtime so it's pretty funny that they're yelling that on hbo (laughs) (laughs) showtime loves it it's it's also the show that broke up Adam McKay and Will Ferrell because Ferrell got very mad that he yeah. hired John C. Riley to play the role after it was agreed that Will was going to play the role. Well, I don't know if it was agreed, but I read that Will wanted it, but Adam McKay thought that John C. Riley was more suited for the role. Right, but it's Will and Adam's money buying the script, so if Will wants it, sure, yeah. Well, and is- but I but I think Adam was correct after watching it. I don't think Will Ferrell could have pulled that role off the same way. Uh, I really like how they uh, they break the fourth wall in that, and like you know, John C. Riley will be talking to a character, and then he'll look at the fucking camera and be like, "This guy's a total asshole," and then go back to talking to him. Yeah, it's uh, really also, good. Yeah, that line about where he's talking about the swan, elegant and and peaceful above the water, but underneath paddling like crazy, and then like a few seconds later in the dialogue, he's like, "Watch me paddle, motherfuckers," and then goes back to doing this deal yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty pretty fucking funny man i'll have to check it out yeah and then the other, I'm check and, the that other out. and then the other one was that gambling show i watched today what gambling show yeah god damn it 
I said the name earlier, and now I forget it again. World Series of Poker 712. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that episode. I watch. I used to watch a lot of poker, and that was my go-to when I just wanted to sit on the couch and, and watch something with little impact. Yeah, that for a while, it was just like, yeah, that, that was the background in everyone's home. It's World Series of Poker. I love it. Love it. WPT channel. I watched that shit. I have I have it in two forms and I'll watch it all day long. Just sit in the background. It's just good background stuff for me. I have to watch this Batman movie again. I don't want to I don't want to go to the theaters. Yeah. How, when do we have to when is it coming out on? Apparently April 19th. Yeah, probably not too. Who really? Maybe for four. That's uh that's <laughs> that'll be 6 weeks in the theaters. Yeah. So that's about that's 45 probably, days. That's probably right. about right for for making the jump to streaming. It came yeah, out on my birthday. Anywhere. Nice. That was a birthday gift. Happy birthday. I didn't even know it was out. Happy birthday, Mr. Orin. I didn't even know it was coming out on, on March 4th. I would have been all maybe about it. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about what numbers it's putting up. I haven't looked. I uh, looked but- earlier and it showed uh, pretty solid, like 100, so 150 domestic uh, after after monday uh and and a bunch international let's see uh looks like as of yesterday it was over 300 million worldwide so that's a bona fide hit yeah all right cool yeah because there was you know almost no i mean i went to a two o'clock showing but there were very few people in the theater i went to a slightly less than half full tuesday night showing I went uh, at eight o'clock on Sunday, and it was very full. Yeah, I went. I went Friday night when it came out. It was very. I saw it on IMAX. Nice. I wish I would have done that. And it was pretty dope. I saw it in Trinidad, so I didn't know any of the scenes took place in daylight. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not a joke. Paisher and I were texting about it because I got home and watched the Nerdist video, and I was like, "Yo, dude, a bunch of that movie took place in the daytime." And he was like, "No fucking way." I sent him the link, and he's even like what the fuck's wrong with that theater i i, I like the theater i i that sounds sounds like their bulb needs to get changed yeah they they need new projector bulbs and their sound system oh, i don't think their sound system needs to be louder but they need to stagger their movies it's a small movie house where they show everything at the same time so everything's right. pretty low you're getting the, the next door rattle oh, no they keep it low enough so that you don't but so is your theater your theater's low enough right, that they're right. not getting your rattle yeah. Yeah, I got rattled, especially during that chase scene. Yeah. And it was big screen. I yeah, I was I was happy. But I definitely want to watch it at home and really just dissect it and enjoy it on multiple levels because it's a fucking detective story. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Still geeked out over it. Yeah, dude. They're putting that D in the DC. Fuck, it's about time. This is this is my favorite DC movie. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't see this Batman crossing over with, you know, Justice League or anything like that. Like, it no. very much feels like he exists in a bubble. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes place before, maybe maybe before any of the Justice League characters are in the world. Or exposed. Like, yeah, you know, Clark Superman's probably just Clark Kent at this point. Mm. Yeah. Aquaman's just fucking fish in the Mariana Trench. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's just going straight up monkey on a frog. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time you said that in an episode, and it still cracks me up every fucking it's, time. It's what I picture every time they say he fucks fish. It's him like torpedo swimming and just ripping a fucking fish out of the jet stream next to him and then pounding it relentlessly like a portable <laughs> vagina. 
I'm about to show this reef kisser my fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, you know what this movie does is it it really it changes it changes the tone. It says, "Hey, these movies could be serious in a different way." I right, I'm equating this movie to like uh, um, Winter Soldier. And by that, yeah. I, I, I mean, sure. like, that yeah, was a yeah. superhero movie, but it was really a spy movie, right? It was right. It was yeah. action, political. There was, there was all kinds of stuff going on. That's what this was. And that is what the DCU is missing uh, in, in their cinematic universe is that they don't have, they only have the one genre and it's this guy has a power that allows him to hit stuff hard. Right. With this that is the guy. first one where that's that. not the case, you know. Right, where everything's red. Which, you know, it, it would be, it, it's nice to think that maybe this opens the door on uh, doing the kind of genre split that they do at Marvel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that being uh, said, uh, like, I don't know what genre half those characters would be. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do like some sort of, uh, you know, you get some like high fantasy medieval type stuff with Aquaman being king of Atlantis, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they've got magic and shit underneath the underneath the waves. Uh, I think it would be cool if they did an entire Wonder Woman movie that was basically Wonder Woman Tomb Raider. Hell yeah, that'd be dope. You know, yeah. set it and they can set it wherever they want to. She's been alive forever, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe even like slightly depowered. It's like a Trial of the Amazons or some shit. You know, maybe like Hippolyta takes half of her power for whatever reason. Well, we're, we're talking She's about this. find some relic. But then there's a Flash movie that's going to be coming out. Yeah, oh, Flash it just got it. delayed. Oh, <laughs> well, it it'll be coming delayed. out eventually. Yeah, to 2023. It'll, it, it'll be coming out after the actual Flashpoint occurs, and history's changed <laughs> to where it came out last year. Like so it was that was my question: <laughs> is it is it a Flashpoint? Is that what the movie's about? Yeah, yeah. I think, I Both think it Affleck is, yeah. and Keaton are in it as Batman. Oh, and other stuff. And there was There's a. One of the trailers I saw, well, it wasn't even a trailer. It was like the that like block DC trailer before yeah, the Batman. Yeah. It was just uh, there was a shot of the Flash with two other Flashes behind him. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't know exactly who they were because it was uh, real quick, but ah, <laughs> it was real fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blink of an real eye, real speedy. <laughs> who who do you well who do we think it was then? I think it was uh, uh, I don't know, it berries. was they were they were younger so. Mm. Yeah, might might be a might be a Bart Allen from the future. Maybe a Jesse Quick. One of them was a girl. Oh, so, wow! Yeah. I'm really excited for DC now. Good. I want DC to do good. I so want them I. to fucking be expo- like make me excited. I I describe this movie more through my reactions to things in the movie to people that I work with as a way to be like go see this movie. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I think, think that's it works. the most effective way to uh, do it is you know, I, I don't need to tell you anything about the plot. You just have to know that this was my emotional reaction to it. Yeah. And it was it was pure and it was beautiful and I loved every second. I did. Go check it out. I did. also this apparently takes place on Earth 2. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh no. And what is Earth? That's, what Earth is Batfleck? Uh, I don't know. Be Earth, Earth One, Prime. Earth Prime, Earth mm. Prime. But then, uh, where does that put Keaton? Interesting. In Burton verse. Alex P. Yeah. He gets a port of, <laughs> of addresses. He gets yeah. uh, universes twelve through sixteen. Yeah, you guys be Universe One. We'll be Earth A. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. 
I could talk about that movie all night. I'm sure we will in future episodes too. Uh, real quick, Nate, did you see that thing I tagged Werewolf Radar on? A movie about a shark that's also a Dracula? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, I am going to watch it. I, I I don't. I can't vouch for everyone else. It had vampire fangs. But, uh, I saw that. That's the kind of thing that I'm. You know, that's 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 right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Sharkula. Sharkula. Then we have a Hulkula episode. Yeah, episode Indeed. five. Indeed. <laughs> Sharkula. Wow. Yes. Well, this uh, is been a real fun ride, fellas. Nate, it's great to have you back. Yes. Hey. Involving. Well, and you know, uh, I don't, I don't know what my schedule's looking like for the foreseeable future, but you know, we it seems like I could were... probably jump back in more often than we always thought you were contractually obligated to not record with us because of Werewolf Radar and the money you're making there. Oh, Monstroco doesn't pay us money. They, uh, <laughs> they, they just, they, they, they don't take more of our souls as long as we hmm. record every week. That seems fair. Yeah. 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 We're, we're more beholden to them than paid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Jake, you're looking very Riddler-esque right now with the outline of your classes. Oh, Justice is blind. <laughs> Whatever the fuck the rest of that. Le- I'll remember the less, rest of that line next week. For next week. Yeah. Food poisoning is the great equalizer. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're about to blast chunks? Oh, dude, I've been blasting chunks for 20 fucking four hours. Yeah. Oh, oh shit is Hopefully right. you don't. Uh, well, hopefully you, you feel better. light at least? Yeah, that's what I was like coating my tongue with while we were doing the show. So I right. wouldn't dry out and be able to talk. But like, I can't swallow any amount uh, of it. That's a that's uh, a bummer. Yeah. But it's like, I'll be either be better or dead next week. So their fans won't have to deal with me like this again. All right. That's well, awesome. Yes. Well, if they wanted to send you well wishes, how would they do that? You can send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Facebook page. You can send us a tweet at broadcastgeeks or on Instagram, broadcast underscore geeks. You can check out the subreddit that we have for broadcast geeks now, r slash broadcast geeks. I literally have no fucking clue how Reddit works, so your guess is as good as mine. Um, and then you can also <laughs> upvote uh, that shit. Yes, upvote that shit. It's just one post saying broadcast geeks podcast. I don't even know if the link worked to our Podbean, but you can subscribe to the show on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And until then, until next time. We leave you with our signature sign-off line. Excelsior!